It's not to record that. Welcome to the now recording. Okay. Good morning. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, that's gonna be part of the recording today. You need. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm fully okay. The end of last week's parasha or yesterday's parasha was about the duties of the Levim mm-hmm. and the Kwanim, mm-hmm. ma- namely for the sake of stopping from Bnei Israel from dying when they entered the Kodesh unwarranted. For that reason, we also learned about all the gifts to the Kihuna, to the Leviyah, and of course, that the Levim have to give to the Kohanim, mm-hmm. which was the Tirumot, or all the Matanot Kihuna, and then there was the Maserot, and then there was the Tirumat Maaser, or also known as the Maaser Mina Maaser. Mm-hmm. That's how the parasha ended. Now, in our parasha, we begin with the story of the Para Aduma, which... Is totally- which no, so then I was wondering, what in the world does Why this have to do with anything? But then it became very clear, because <clears throat> what is the most basic reason a person would not be able to go into the Mikdash? Because he's not pure. Because he's not pure, so this is the fundamental law of purity. Yes. The, most, the highest level of purity, or the highest level of achieving purity, is through the Paraduma. Yes. So while we're speaking about the tribe of Levi... Stopping Bnei Israel from going in. They have to go in. There is another thing in. that stops Bnei Israel from going in. It even stops oh. people from the tribe of Levi of going pure. in. And it stops people of, Kohen, of the Kohanim of going in, which is also the Paraduma. So it's actually a pretty clear connection. And it's not as bad as we thought. Sorry. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's always easier than you think at first. <laughs> Thank you, Yoram, for our help. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Chapter 19, Pasuk Alpha. The Bera Adonai Mosheville Aron the Mor, Zot Kukata Torah Shetziva Adonai the Mor. This is the law of the Torah that God has commanded, saying, Daber al Bene Israel, Viku Elecha Farah Adumata Mima, Asher in Bahmum, Ashelo Allah Leaol. Speak to Bene Israel and tell them that they should take a Parah Aduma, a red heifer, a red cow, that is pure, that does not have a blemish, that has never been worked. Allo Allah Aleha Ol. They never put a yoke on its back. You will give it to Elazar Cohen, and he will take it outside the camp, and he will slaughter it there. Who will slaughter it there? Elazar. In his presence. Whose presence? I don't know. I really didn't realize that. Someone, someone shall slaughter in his presence. Okay, good. Oh, wow. Someone shall slaughter in the presence of Elazar. <laughs> doesn't even say who, just someone. You're all good. <coughs> You're all good. You're all going to be sick. I hope that's okay. I'm leaving I, I, I just finished taking a Z-Pack, so I don't know about them. But uh, listen, okay. mask no, is back in uh, business. Okay. You want me to wear a mask? I have one on me. No, I don't even have a mask. Okay. 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 And Elazar the Kohen will take from its blood with his finger and he will sprinkle it towards the Ohel Moed seven times. Now, is he going inside the Mishkan or is he doing it from the outside? Okay. But here it says, I don't know, what, what does it here say? It says, what is here, it? It says, here it says that he goes in. I think he does go in. Yes. I'll explain to you why. He it's, says towards in front of the I don't know. I don't know. Seven times. No, no, also, what does it say in the note? But then in the note, he said that he goes in. Good, good, because that's what it seems like from the rest of Sukim. Yes. I didn't read that, yes. and I don't know yes. the halachot, yes. but it... It seems like he's going in. And why do I think he's going in? Because the animal is completely burnt. Yeah. 
We'll see that in a second. And someone will burn it in front of Elazar. The skin, the flesh, the blood, including the <coughs> other things will be burnt. <coughs> now, again, when do we burn an animal entirely? When it is uh, when you bring the blood into yes, the Mishkan. Yes. That's that was that fight between Moshe and Aaron. About Aaron, Moshe said, "Hey, we didn't bring the blood in. Why did you burn it?" And Aaron said, "Because I'm I'm in Avel. What am I supposed to do?" Okay, so we bring the blood in, and now the animal is completely burnt. Then there are other things that go into the fire that is, that is yes, burning this add. this animal. Um, cedar wood. Uh, hyssop and a red string. Exactly. You know, this also reminds me of Yom Kippur service a little. Oh wow! Oh wow! Because that's also a, kind of like a purification process. Yes. No? Yeah. Yes. I would, yeah, I would, I would, taking, they're taking all of your uh, averot out. I'm curious to see if there's uh, more than meat star there. <coughs> Oi. I didn't know how bad I was going to be when I came. Sorry. Okay. The Kohen will wash his clothes and he will uh, uh, go to the mikveh, he'll wash his skin, and then he will come back into the camp and the Kohen becomes Tameh until the evening. Which Kohen? The one who brings. The Kohen that took those things and threw it into the fire, I think. Right, the one that did the burning. The one that brings the brings it brings it. It's only for one night, but the ones who it's for. Longer. It seems like there are three, right? There are yes. three people who become tameh. There's yes. a kohen who slaughters it. Yes, the one who. The one who sprinkles it, maybe. No. Uh, the one. Who let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And let's okay. do the whole thing, and then we'll see. The one who burns it will is becomes tameh. So the one who who took those things and threw it into the fire seems to become Tameh. And then yes. the one who burns it seems to become Tameh. Then a pure person will take the ash from the burning of the para. And he will put it outside the camp in a holy place, in a tower place, in a non-Tameh place. Then they now have the ash. To, to do the purification. <coughs> they now have the ash outside the camp, ready for anybody who wants to be purified. Um, let's let's summarize till um, the next part. Um, actually, no, this is it. That's it. The, the people with the water or with the ashes? I didn't understand. The ashes. The water is what they have to Okay, so, so just to summarize what we're doing here, it's, it's, I made it more complicated because I didn't, I didn't summarize it. But we take the, the cow. We, it's, it's a pure cow, no, never been worked, red. We burn it. We, take the, we slaughter it. We take the blood. We sprinkle it inside the mishkan. Then we burn it outside the camp. We burn everything. In the process, people are becoming tameh from this process, but that's a side point. We burn it, we throw inside cedar wood, hyssop, and, and, uh, and it's red string inside the fire. And then the, the, the ash from that fire, which was a combination of this red cow, the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the red string, that ash we keep outside the camp in a, pr in a protected place 
so that anytime someone becomes tameh, we can use it. We can use that ashes, those mix, ashes to, they have to mix it with water. Right, but that we we don't care about that yet. Now yes. we just we're just making the raw materials. Yes. Okay. Now the next half of this of this piece of this chapter is going to explain how, how the ashes are used, not how they're produced, but how they're used. That's really the, the, the this whole first part of the parasha is just two to prepare, things. To prepare how them. do you prepare the ashes, and then how do you use the ashes? Yes. Okay. It's not really a whole lot of collateral damage. Three, four people getting tamei. Just order to, get, to, to create. To create a, it's it's very little. It's tamei you know, for it's short term tumah to, but pr- to after, get there. After every time they have to do sprinkle <coughs> tamei, somebody gets tamei. This was not just a paraduma. It was not just a. Uh, <coughs> Procedure to get them ready for entering Eretz Israel. It was, uh, I think, it was something that we we're going to carry with them for a long time. No? Also, in Israel, also in the need it. Dash, they yeah. have to, they, oh, it's more, otherwise you can't. Yes. Nobody can function. Yeah. The reason today you couldn't become tahor today, and the <coughs> Mishkan still has its purity. To the the Beit Hamikdash hasn't lost its purity in kedusha. I think stopping us is paraduma. I mean, yeah. we can, if we find paraduma, doesn't mean no, you still need the Beit Hamikdash in order for yes, that to work. Yes. Yes. But it's so, at yeah. least is one of the ingredients for the Betamik Dash. So we don't know how long this uh, purification powder lasted. How long was but it like, could, can't we bring Korban Pesach today? I think we could. We if we had be, the Parah I mean, Duma, we, we could have... Technically, yeah. We, we have to be very I careful. Think, That's why we say it's I not... Think I, wonder, I, wonder, <clears throat> I wonder if we were to sprinkle on the Temple Mount today, if we were to sprinkle the blood of the Parah Duma, if that counts... As in a, order to, to make the ashes actually ashes, like kosher ashes. Wow. Because there's a rule that the Kedushah, the Bibit Mikdash, doesn't leave. It's always there. It's going to be always right. there. Actually, so in right. So in theory... Yeah. When we go there, we have to be very careful. Would we be able to do that? Good, whatever. Okay. <clears throat> but the question is, how many of these red cows were done in that era? It was more than one. They must have had a, 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 a. I mean, look, from every cow, they probably got a lot of ash. Yes. So they would they would make sure to use it it's not sparingly. Just the, cows, the hyssop and all of this. Yes, yes, yes. All together. No, that stuff is that stuff is commodities. You can find any. I know. What I'm saying is, but they combined it. It's it's one. Right. I'm saying they, it wasn't so hard to make a lot of ashes. Probably they probably kept a lot in storage. Because the way you're telling me here, if they went on war, they had to sprinkle this to everybody. Right. Imagine <laughs> they go to war, and a lot of people come from the mid. Thousands and thousands of people had to use, use this. Right. <clears throat> Let's see what happens. So, how does a person become Tameh? And then how do they become Tahor? Using these, this ashes that we've just prepared. If somebody touches a dead body, he becomes Tameh for seven days. That's the basic rule. The basic way is that he, has to, he must be sprinkled with Twice. the ashes mixed with water two times in his purification process. Once on the third day. And once on the seventh. <coughs> and once on the seventh day. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, anybody who touches a, a, a dead body that is dead and he does not become pure and he goes into the Mishkan, boy, 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 boy. he gets karet. Yes. That's not good. Yeah. Because he did not, was not sprinkled with the waters of the Nida. The, the Menida is called, is, is, is another word for the waters of the Paraduma, by the way. Menida, it sounds like it has something to do with Nida, it doesn't. Yeah. It's waters of the Paraduma are called Menida. Probably because of some, the, the meaning of the word nida seems to, 
No, it seems to come from the word to movement. There's some like etymological relationship between the word nida and having to, and making sense to be applied to, to the waters of the paraduma. But I'm not. It's gonna be cut off from the other people. Yeah, there's ka- isur karet, whatever that means. That's another thing I'm avoiding talking about. But why? Because he did not get the waters of the paraduma sprinkled on him, <coughs> and his impurity was still upon him. This is the instruction of the person. Anybody who comes into the tent, he becomes impure for seven days. Let's say a person dies in a tent, and I don't touch him, but I go into the same tent. Is you, you also get impure. Yeah, that's called tumat ohel. If it's closed in enclosed place, you get also. And also, a vessel could become tameh. Mm-hmm. If it's an open vessel, mm-hmm. then it becomes tameh because it's in the same room as the dead person. 16. <clears throat> or anybody who touches <clears throat> in a field. Wow. Um, the dead that was killed by a sword, or just a dead person, or even the bone of a person, or the grave of a person, he becomes wow. tameh for seven He's days. They take for that impure person, they take from the, 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 uh, the ashes of that. Now they're calling it Maim Chaim, huh? What? No, Maim Chaim, we only spoke about the ashes so far. Maim Chaim is something else. Maim Chaim is being introduced now. We have the ashes, now we need to know how to apply them so that we apply them using Maim Chaim as the, as the thing, as the agent. So what? I mean, many done. Maimchaim is referring to different things. Oh, 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 oh! <clears throat> That's what you're asking. I didn't get it. That's what you're asking. And if you're saying many does, is already the uh, the full purification juice. No, I no. Many does the pu- is the full thing. And then Maimchaim is the water that's combined with, with the, the ashes, ashes to make many da. Specific water. Yeah. Like imported water. Yeah, yeah, it's not the regular. It's, it's some I know there's probably some midrashim, midrashim <laughs> about about the kind of water they use. They use fresh water or something. But you have maim chaim combined with ashes of the paraduma. That, 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 that creates menida. Okay, so now we have our, our terminology. That's the ingredients. Straight. That is the ingredients. Okay, good, good question. It's always important to know. But the, the question is, where do they get the maim chaim? I don't know. It says on. It probably says on the bottom there. Andrews River. in the desert. Okay, so then he takes a hisav lakachas over tavalo amish tahor veizala oil val kol akenim and pashur shirayu shem yelonugeb etzem ov bechalal ov meto vakaver, and then he could sprinkle these waters on anything, anything or anybody who becomes tameh veizala tahor ala tameh. The pure person will sprinkle the impure person on the third day and on the seventh day, and then he will purify him on the seventh day. He goes to the mikveh and he becomes pure in the evening. And if a person does becomes tamen, does not become purified, he becomes he gets karet from the people. He mishkan. Of course, if he goes to the mishkan, why? Because he made the mishkan impure, wow. for he did not have the waters, the nida waters on of the paraduma sprinkled upon him. <coughs> and it will be for you an eternal statute. He who sprinkles the waters of the Nida will wash his clothes, his tameh, until the evening. Anybody who touches the waters of this paraduma becomes tameh until the evening. And anything that the tameh person touches also becomes tameh. And any soul that touches him 
will also become tameh until evening. So the, para, the parasha ends with some of the shorter term tumot that do yes. not require the, the many da. And that would be if a person touches another person who is tameh, he won't get the same level of tumah. Yes, or if the lower. person touches any other thing, he doesn't get the same level. That thing doesn't have the same level of tumah, obviously. Uh, and of course, the person who sprinkles also becomes tameh. He who sprinkles becomes tameh, but only for a day. So he goes to mikveh, and that, that evening he's tahor again. So what? The person who who threw the items into the fire, the person who Made. burnt the animal, yes. and the person who's sprinkling the guy with the waters of the nita, all became tameh. Interesting reason. I don't know why, but they all become tameh. Whether they had to do something with it, they become tameh. <coughs> wow. Right. The water purifies, it makes you tameh. You know what? From one side, it's purifying you, but on the other side... So- the Kohen that comes and actually take Kohen comes so in, he's, he's pure, he takes the water and starts no, sprinkling it, he also reason. becomes Tameh. No. That's what it seems like. Yeah, the person who sprinkles the waters of the Nida becomes Tameh. The person that's getting slashed is, is becoming tahor. tahor. Yeah, of course. It's very, inter- it's very interesting. It's very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Final, thing, uh, final thing is what's the meaning, the difference between the word Chok and the word Torah? So traditionally they say Chok is a law that's not understandable. I think the Peshat... The, the, if I read it in an essay by Rabbi Menachem Liebtag Chok actually means a law That's a n- never changing law The law that the person who touches the Tameh become, the, 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 death, the dead becomes Tameh That's a Chok Meaning it's a law that, that goes from generation to generation And it's, like, it's more of like an abstract law that, that's, that has an effect on statuses I think something that has an effect on statuses That's like an eternal Like a, a holiday for example Is, an, is a chok Because it's something that's celebrated year after year after year And it never changes All these things are chukim And I'm being precise Because it does use in the holiday season parashah yes, Nemor, yes, It does yes, use yes. the word chok a lot In reference to these holidays Anything that's ever changing over, you know, over time it Can be called a chok What would be Torah Zot Torah Ta'ola Zot Torah Ta'chatat That is things that are procedural Like this is the instruction for how you prepare the ashes of the para aduma. That would be Torah. That would be the Torah para aduma, right? This is the instruction for how to purify the person who becomes Tameh. That would be Torah, you know? Mm. He who touches the dead becomes Tameh. That's a chok. That's an abstract law. But the process of, of purifying that guy, that is called the Torah. So those are the word, two words you should have noticed in the text. You could look back at it now to see how they're used. But, uh, vaccination. But, Friday, when I'm back, we'll, we'll get right into it because we did, we'll get right into the narrative section yes. again because we were able to do the whole Paraduma in one day. Baruch Adonai Lam. Amen, amen. Have a great day.